0: everyone, welcome to the Defiant podcast. The internet of money is being built with blockchain technology and without banks. We call it DeFi, short for decentralized finance. And this is where you can hear the builders and users of this cutting-edge world tell their stories firsthand. I'm your host, Pamela Russo. In this week's episode, I speak with Yamkar Kai the digital illustrator and artist behind NFT project World of Women. Yam has had all sorts of odd jobs before becoming a full-time illustrator, but none of them had anything to do with crypto. She was freelancing from gig to gig when she discovered NFTs this year. And that's when everything changed for her. For the first time ever, she felt she had some economic stability, oddly thanks to volatile crypto. She started making one-of-one artworks. Yam grew up in the Middle East and now lives in France. And the mix of cultures in her life has always inspired her to highlight women of all colors and types. She realized she would be able to carry her message to a wider audience by doing a larger collection. And that's how she, her husband and two other friends decided to launch the World of Women Generative NFT Project. Launched in July, it was one of the first NFT avatar projects that seemed to depict women in a way that was meant for women, not for the consumption of men. It sold out overnight and quickly rose to become one of the most popular NFT projects, with the current price floor on the secondary market at 2.3 ETH. Yam wants to inspire more women to come to crypto so that they can realize, just like she did, that the space is full of possibilities for freelancers and artists. Before we get to it, here's a word about our sponsors. Integral is a new DeFi primitive and OTC trading protocol built for large crypto trades. Large trades can be a challenge in DeFi. On a typical $1 million order, $10,000 is lost due to front-running, widespread, and price impacts. Whales, crypto funds, and financial institutions all experience these issues. With Integral, traders can now efficiently execute multi-million dollar trades with one-click TWAP, tight spreads, programmatic execution, and native on-chain settlement. Visit Integral.link to trade with size on DeFi. Don't let high gas costs keep you out of Ethereum. At Balancer, you can trade all you want and get most of the gas costs back in your pocket. In their new BAL for Gas campaign, traders are receiving six figures worth of BAL tokens every week. And with V2 just around the corner, Balancer is becoming the one-stop shop for DeFi liquidity. Balancer V2 brings stable pools and weighted pools tightly integrated under a single protocol, flash loans lending via asset managers, and much more. Check it out at balancer.finance. The new Kraken app is one of the best places to invest in some of the most popular DeFi assets like Uniswap, Aave, Polkadot tokens, and more. Just download the app and get started in minutes. Plus, you can earn additional rewards through Kraken's industry-leading staking product. Payouts are twice a week, and you can earn up to 20% annually on some of your favorite cryptos. Sign up today at kraken.com defiant, or type Kraken in the App Store to learn more. Experience DeFi, deposit, earn, and borrow on Aave. Aave is a decentralized open source and non-custodial liquidity protocol to earn interest on deposits and borrow assets, deposit and start earning interest in real time directly in your wallet, and swap any of your deposited assets at any time to get some of the best deals on the market. Ave protocol liquidity pools are now available on Ethereum and on the sidechain Polygon. Head over to app.ave.com to get started today. All right. Okay, here we are with Yam Karkai. Uh, she's a digital illustrator and artist behind the NFT project World of Women. Yam, um, welcome to the Defined podcast. It's so great to have you. Thank you so much. I'm really happy to be here. Awesome. <laughs> well, um, you know like world of women it instantly caught my eye because it's one of the few nft uh, projects, especially at the time that it was launched focusing um on women and having only women avatars with art that it just like seemed to be obviously designed by women for women. Um, So I I instantly kind of gravitated towards it and it's uh, the only project I've kind of minted uh, directly Um, (laughs) and I I was just like lucky to see it on on Twitter and now I I probably wear it as my avatar Uh, so I'm just Very curious uh, to know where uh, the the project idea came from and just about you, Yam, if you you, uh, can start with that. Like, I'd love to learn more about your background and how you came to the NFT space initially. Well, first of all, thank you so much for rocking that
1: amazing avatar profile picture for so long, I've noticed. Um, and uh, so, okay, I guess I will start with me a little bit. Um So I have a background of many things. I've done a lot of very different contradictory things in my life work-wise, from working as a waitress to script writing, to uh, being a translator for uh, legal documents and boring things like that, to actually becoming a digital illustrator. Um, So the path has been very uh, crazy and a lot of up and downs, but I finally found my calling, I guess um so i i actually entered the nft space at the beginning of this year and before that i was just you know living the normal life of a digital illustrator trying to get clients and new visuals for them for their websites for their products things like that um but as i discovered the exciting things that this NFT thing which at the time I had no clue what this was really like even after reading in the internet the definition of NFT was very vague and confusing but once I entered it I realized that it was really a space full of possibilities for freelancers and for artists that are trying to get the power into their own hands and like build something where they have full control out of it in a way um so for me it was really exciting which is why i got in on the first place i was like wow i can sell my art here and it only depends on how i market myself how i put myself out there the effort i put in and the hours i put in into doing this marketing thing which i was not used to doing before um so i learned a lot about that and 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 I found a way of putting my art out there, which, full disclosure, I've always drawn women. Like, that's my thing. I've My car- main characters in my art pieces are always women from all backgrounds and all skin tones. That's my thing. I don't draw men. I don't draw anything else. Um, so I started selling my art pieces in the NFT space as single edition artworks, which is what we call 101s. And uh, I was lucky enough that it went well for me. But I felt that even though people were connecting with it and I was selling well, I didn't manage to get my message across um, as well, though, um, because, yeah, I guess you don't reach a broad enough audience when you're selling single edition artworks as if you're doing a big scale project. So one day... I was just like having drinks with Raf and with our two friends who are now the co-founders of World of Women. Um, and I had this crazy idea of like, what if we did a collectible project and it was all women avatars and not like animals, right? Uh, which sounded so crazy at the time because it was when the apes were booming and uh, there were the balls on the block and all of those things. Um, and that's really how it got started. <laughs> Uh, just a quick conversation.
0: Um, that that's so. I mean, yeah. the, the the whole story is so interesting. I mean, first the fact that you you come from a, a background that has nothing to do with with crypto. Like, when what when was um, like your your first? What was your first experience with crypto? When you uh, learned about NFTs?
1: Uh, I guess yes. For real, yes. I mean, I remember being a teenager or in two thousand and ten, and like um, I did this online job. You know where you do reviews and they pay you like in a very tiny sum of Bitcoin. So I guess that was my very first uh touch of uh crypto, but I didn't understand it at all at the time. Uh, but yeah, it was definitely the first time that I really emerged myself into the whole
0: crypto scene for sure and that was this year yeah awesome okay um and then this conversation um with uh raf and the other two co-founders co- uh, so there's four uh, co-founders of uh, world of women yeah so uh it's me
1: raf and uh, then we have bba and to my so, Tomai and BBA are the developers. They did the smart contracts and the implementation of the website and everything that you need in order to have a 10K project go smoothly, technically speaking. Um, and as I've said many times, we're lucky that there are friends in real life. So, for us, it's really like a great match because we trust each other very much.
0: How did you all meet? Uh, So uh, actually,
1: this is more of like Raph's story, but he used to work in a tech company that was um, focused in cloud gaming. So they all met at work and I used to go to like after works with them, you know, and have drinks and stuff like that. So we met several years ago through Raph's job, actually. Well, Raph's previous job
0: um and and sorry to price is uh like how are you related is like raf like a long time uh friend or like how did oh you- okay yeah. yeah sorry i should have said that <laughs>
1: raf and i are a couple
0: actually oh, uh oh that's a so cute
1: <laughs> yeah we're like a nerdy crypto couple and we've been that's together for, for five years now so uh it's been a while too
0: Nice. Well, my my husband is also in in crypto, so I understand nerdy crypto uh, couples as well. Yeah. Um, Okay. So, okay. That's, that's awesome. Um, And when, so around when was, as you said, this was, this conversation happened around when apes were were trending. So what, like May or so this year? Mm -hmm. So before, Yeah.
1: Yeah, it was like around May, absolutely, mm-hmm. yes. Uh, because we launched on the 27th of July and we started talking about World of Women like two months and a half before we launched. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it must have been around there. I just remember that the gates were like,
0: yeah, everywhere. <laughs> that was like yeah, the main thing. catching fire. Um, and okay, so you decided uh to do a a collection like a, a 10,000 nft uh, piece collection because you wanted to get your message across so what was this this message well
1: so um basically when i saw these, when i started understanding everything about this collectible project because as i've said i was a single edition art artist which you know you don't necessarily mix both worlds when you're into NFTs. Uh, when i started learning about the collectibles i just realized that i felt very strongly that all of these collectible projects were clearly aimed towards a market that is men and i just didn't feel like I really connected with any of those because I just felt like they all had this more macho or masculine like message or vibe going on to it. And I just didn't feel like there was any character in there that I felt represented by or that I felt like represented anything about my personality um mm-hmm. even though I love the art and I some of these projects I'm a big fan of but uh, still I felt like something was missing and that something could be done because I hadn't seen any yeah like female looking avatar projects so for me that was a, a big thing Um, And because I was already drawing women, I I just thought like, well, maybe I could do this, Uh, even though I had never considered that before. But that's really how it kind of happened, just because I saw a problem. Well, what it is for me, a problem, maybe for other people, isn't a problem. But and I wanted to do something about it.
0: Awesome. No, I'm glad you did, and I um I felt the same way. Like 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 I said in in the intro, um it it wasn't something that I had been really conscious of uh before when I was looking at all of the NFT projects. Like I really love them, um and they're they're really fun. But yeah, like I hadn't really connected with any of them, and I think um to like very like. In, in the same way that I did with like looking at these women profiles, uh, and I think it's it's because yeah there was like something missing, um, and so you mentioned also that um, you you draw you've always drawn women of uh, different kind of skin tones and like types. Uh, can you can you talk more about that about kind of the the um, the the art uh, behind these uh, pieces? Yeah, so
1: the art behind those pieces, I mean, talking about the art is very abstract because I guess that the process every time you do a piece is completely different, uh, just of how you're approaching it and what parts of the illustration you're starting with. I mean, for me, it really varies. I know that it always starts with a sketch because I like having a sketch as a base. But then it's a whole story and a whole world like um, when you start developing those. Um, But I think that what is very clear to me and what has always been clear uh, behind my art pieces is the reason why. Like people are asking me all the time, Young, come on, why are you only drawing women? Like, don't you want to draw something else? (laughs) Like there's so many other things you can draw. Why do you have to draw women all the time? But for me, it's really because... I just feel like I want to celebrate women and I I feel very strongly about that. And I want to celebrate women from everywhere, women that look like the women in my family, because we're very mixed. And I just want to see women represented and seen as this strong uh, and like uh, powerful figures. And that's at least what I'm trying to do with my uh, illustrations. I try to always like show an aspect of a woman's life um, through them. So I guess, I guess that's something that's always present.
0: Very cool. And I know that, that you, you're uh, very private about uh, your, your background, but just, you know, for, to get like a better idea of like where you come from and, um, and, uh, y- your family, if, if you can just give a, a general idea of, 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 both that and also where you're uh, based now. Yeah, of
1: course. Uh, so I'm ba- based in France right now. Uh, in the south of France, because that's where uh, Raf is from, he's French, and as I said, we're a couple. And uh, I grew up in between Europe and the Middle East, so uh, while growing up, I grew up in between two very different worlds and two very different societies and cultures, so that definitely has affected me as a creative person, for sure. Um I always try to sneak in something from the Middle East in my in my pieces, even if it's very slight, because that feels like home to
0: me. Uh, wow, so. nice. So like what what um yeah, what hints are there? from like your Middle Eastern uh, culture? Um, I mean, in the world of women, there are some pieces of jewelry that,
1: for example, are inspired by like a necklace that my mother wore as a young girl or things like that. Uh, So that's cool. Like, Yeah, so I've added a few little details like that, because I mean, as I've said before, I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to have elements in World of Women that were specific of anyone's culture, just because I wanted it to be very neutral and like open Mm -hmm. and like, like, you know, that everyone could relate to it. So I didn't want to put anything from my culture specifically or religious things. Uh, but there are little things from my private life in there uh, that are special to
0: me. Very cool. Um, okay, and then from from the initial conversation on to execution—that uh, took uh, two months. Um, how how was the process of like creating art for uh, these like generative pieces? Uh, like. It, I guess like that's an entirely uh, different process that you you'd have to deal with as an illustrator. Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah. It's a completely it's a completely different mindset and a completely different rhythm of working and creating, because when you're doing this kind of project, you know. I mean, we didn't have like a specific number of attributes that we knew from the beginning that we wanted, but we had something approximate. So you already know that you're going to do at least like a couple hundreds or more than a hundred attributes. So that already like in your mind is like, okay, I'm going to have to organize myself. Like this is not going to be one of these like moments of like, oh, I'm just going to like draw and see what happens and do this one crazy piece. It's more like okay, today I better do 10 assets because if I don't do that, like tomorrow I'm going to be like uh, late on things. So definitely you have to organize yourself more and you see it more as a task. Then when you're sitting in front of your computer or your tablet, it's it's all about creativity and drawing because after all, you're drawing things. But for sure, I mean, it's completely different to draw like twenty seven types of clothing separately and 27 uh, pieces like of hairs. Um, yeah, I mean, it's like you're decomposing what you would put together in one art piece. So it's really strange at the beginning, but then you get used to it and it's kind of funny. It feels like you're drawing elements for like, I don't know, a doll or or something like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so no, but it was fun, but a lot of work and you got to organize yourself for sure.
0: Um, how many different assets did you create?
1: So there's 180 assets, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> I hope <laughs> I'm not mistaken, but I believe it's 180. And mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, and with several different categories. So there's backgrounds, there's hairstyles, there's face mm-hmm. attributes, face uh, elements, um, there's eyes, eye colors, mouth, mouth shapes. Uh, oh there's God. a lot of different categories. So. And it's funny enough. Funnily enough, some of those categories were actually created more like last minute, just because mm-hmm. it kind of made sense from like a creative perspective as well to separate them and not put them in one big category. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It's. Uh, um. How how much kind of like reworking had to be done? Like I, I don't know how easy it is to make all of these assets combining a way that is kind of beautiful or like it that makes sense that you have to kind of redo this at all or or was it you create the 180 assets and and that was it Mm, no you know the thing that I always had in mind
1: from the beginning is that Every single element that I'm drawing, I have to take into consideration the color combinations that I'm using in each thing to make sure that it's combos that would be working with each other on like regardless of what thing would end up with which, what thing. So there's a lot of color homework here. Like you really have to think about the combinations and make sure that there isn't anything that, if it were to put to be put together, would be hideous. Um, So this is something I always had in mind from the beginning, but either way, I always work with very similar color palettes. So for me, that was not so hard because like there's certain tones uh, that that I like working with and I always use. Um, But also for, of of course, there was a whole phase like in the process where it was uh, trying. So basically we would try and generate like a bunch, right? Um, with the developers and just see what it looked like for us just to have an example of what it would look like. And then I would see that, Oh, there's a necklace that is like two millimeters to out. And then you see actually a space in between the neck and the background. So those are things and tests that you have to do uh, just to make sure that everything is in place.
0: Uh, so much, so much work goes into these uh, projects <laughs> and it, <laughs> it looks like, you know, so kind of, seamless once once they're uh, generated oh and we
1: went like really crazy and especially because I've mentioned it before like I have OCD so for me it's like really hard I have to have everything really like exactly Mm. like in my mind it's supposed to be so mm-hmm. we had sometimes rounds where we would do like 5,000. Okay, like we would generate 5,000 and I would go through every single one of the 5,000 just to make sure that wow. everything was fine. So that would take like hours and hours and hours. So yeah, we went very far with the checking the things.
0: Nice. Well, it was worth it. Uh, they're, they are really are beautiful. Um, did you have it like formal uh, like art or like illustration? Um uh, training or were you more kind of self-taught? More self-taught
1: I mean when I was a child I always was a very creative uh, kid Um, and I just remember that always like In classes that were not interesting to me, I would just be drawing or things like that. So, like, that's something that I've always liked doing. I guess that we've all gone to art classes as a child because your parents send you to do that, like, after school. But that doesn't really count, in my opinion. Uh, But, no, I didn't really do, like, an artistic, uh, I don't know, like, fine arts college or anything like this. It was just something that I always liked doing and never thought I would do professionally.
0: Oh, that's awesome! Um, is were you were you doing like illustrations uh, professionally uh, before NFTs? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah.
1: So I was. Uh, I mean, like everyone struggling to get clients because it was the COVID uh, era of things. Mm-hmm. But yeah, definitely, I was trying. Uh, I was working with some clients, for example, a makeup or beauty brand, and doing like some illustrations for them for Pride Month, things like that. Um, yeah, my aim yeah was completely different before I found NFTs.
0: So how how did your like career or like even life change after finding NFTs? Well, completely because. Um, And if
1: these, which sounds really crazy because um, crypto is super volatile, I don't know if that's how you say it, but for me, it really gave me a, a sense of security, like it really changed everything for me because I found a stability in it and it also an economical stability. Like, I'm not going to lie, that really gave me an economical stability that I never really felt before, because um, when I was working as a translator, I was a freelancer. And when you're a freelancer, at least in France, you have to find your jobs on your own and you're always depending on, OK, what's going to be my next gig? So you never really know how much money you're going to end up doing every month. Um, so for me, because I was lucky that it worked well for me, the selling NFTs, I really felt like I had an an income that was quite stable because I knew I was getting a certain amount of, um, yeah, income every month from selling my pieces. And I was actually making money out of something that I absolutely love doing, which I, I never actually was able to do before. Like I've had the shittiest jobs like in my life. And for me, that was really incredible. It's really a dream
0: i mean what what an inspiring story that's uh, that's so awesome to hear um so if if you can just like give an overview of what uh of kind of the evolution of a world of women like when when you sold uh, the or like when you f- first sold the the uh the collection. Um, how how much uh, did it did it sell for? And then how has the, the project evolved since then? Well, we sold out overnight,
1: which was incredible for us. It was probably the most emotional days day of our entire lives. <laughs> um, so that's how it all started. Then. As it usually happens with this kind of things, you then concentrate yourself very intensively into the socials and your community and everyone that has about your project. So it was really a moment of engaging with everyone that got into this world of women family, especially on Discord um, mm. and delivering the first roadmap, which is what we were doing the whole time uh, since uh, launch day. So and and now that we've basically delivered the first roadmap, because I don't know if you know, but we released the second roadmap uh, last week. Um, mm. so now things have changed a little bit. The first roadmap roadmap uh was like this is what we're doing right now we're gonna do this this and this we did that that and that it's done but now the second roadmap is more long term as well it's more of a this is the vision that we have for world of women which is that we wanted to be this established brand that really bridges the gap in between the digital and the physical world Um, So this for us is really big right now. This is really what we're working on and concentrating on, which is why in our second roadmap, most of the items have to do with um with just that collaborations mm-hmm. with brands or with products in real life to bring real life value to the holders of world of women and also getting more women from the outside of the nft space interested into crypto and nfts and see that there is a project here where they might feel represented and seen and that they can do things here because there is women here that are amazing like and there were a lot of women before me doing things that are great and we just want to show that to people and And same for art galleries, like expos and things like that. Like we just want to do real life things Um, Mm -hmm. just so that it doesn't stay as this separated thing where the people from the surface don't know anything about what's going on here. You know, we just want people to see the opportunity, especially women. And I think this is the best way to do so. Um, So right now, that really is the, the objective to continue on building this. And, of course, bringing more value to our community
0: with airdrops and things like that. Mm -hmm. Can can you go into a a bit more detail on kind of what the the first and second roadmaps are?
1: Yes, of course. So I'm just going to open it here so I don't miss anything.
0: Uh
1: Uh, So basically, the first point on our roadmap is really getting world of women into galleries and expositions around the world so that people can physically go there with their friends, their family, and they can show them, hey, look, this is what the world of women is. And like, ideally it would be great if there would be like a QR code, you know, underneath the the image that is being exposed so that people can navigate into OpenSea and then learn how it works and things like that. That would be a great way of introducing NFTs and world of women to people. So this is something we're working on right now, and we actually already have some events confirmed. Uh, for example, at the end of this month, I will be showcasing my art together with a few World of Women <clears throat> NFTs at the Turkish Art Week in London in the Sachi Gallery. So that is like really crazy exciting um, because it's a very, um, I mean, it's a very well-known gallery and we're just very happy. Awesome. Um, and uh yeah and the second point of the of the roadmap is actually something that from the beginning we've known that the community wanted and that this is something that people just like and they want and it's important to them when they're part of a community especially collectibles which is merch so we're working on creating physical goods for people to be able to represent the world of women better and just like you know, show that they're part of this uh, of this team of uh, World of Women NFTs. Uh, so this is something that we're working on, doing limited edition, limited edition drops of hoodies or t-shirts or things like that. And of course, because we're talking about long term, and World of Women is something that we want to grow as much as possible and get it out there under the eyes of people and in, in the world. We have to grow our team. Because right now we're four co-founders. We have a community manager who she's fantastic. She's doing an incredible job. And we also recently hired two licensing agents that are helping us to uh, have these deals in real life with brands and uh, and people and and such. Uh, But we still have to keep growing the team because... um, we have a lot of ambitions and a lot of things that we want to do. And this is not possible with such a small group of people because right now we're all multitasking. Like Mm -hmm. I'm an artist at heart, but I'm doing a lot of other things. And like Raf is a business developer, but he's touching everything, like a little bit of social media and stuff. Um, So we really need to hire people in order to be able to each one of us concentrate on our strong um, points so that's what we're doing right now uh want to get a an assistant for the community manager and someone to do some branding to take the branding to the next level things like that mm-hmm. and we just want to continue as well this is another point in the roadmap but we want to continue doing colla- collaborations with charities or just things that are related to charities in mm-hmm. order to keep making an impact in lives of on the lives of women and girls around the world. Um, so that's why right now we're going, I can say it in detail because it's going to be announced at the end of the week, but we're doing a collaboration, a very beautiful collaboration with Too Young, to Wed, who is a charity that we've actually already donated to because it was part of our first roadmap. Uh, but we're doing a very beautiful collaboration with them in order to help uh, girls, um, especially in Africa. and. Uh, if for people I don't know about it but too young to wed uh, focuses on ending child marriage in around the world, especially in the Middle East and in Africa. So for us that's super important and it really means a lot to us. So this is something that we're doing and announcing soon. And that's awesome. why also we launched the the Mother Earth Muses competition, which I don't know if you've heard about, but we launched it uh, several days ago. Actually, several days. It was last week. Uh, but the Mother Earth Music competition is also something that we think is going to uh, help promote diversity and um and inclusion in a whole new level, as far as the NFTs go. Uh, Because what we're doing is basically a competition in between the the world of women NFTs in order to at the end have eight winners, eight from one from each human skin tone that will be photographed in real life by a female identifying photographer around the world. And with a model that matches the skin color of that world of women that they were assigned to, and the models will be all sizes, all ages, no matter like what conditions they have, it would be very inclusive and just about like showcasing the beauty of women, like no matter where you come from or who you are. Um, So this series of photographs are gonna be put up for auction and part of the earnings will go to charities and the other part will go to the photographers and the models. And then one part would actually go to the token holder of the world that won this competition. So Mm -hmm. that's gonna be really exciting. Um,
0: And I think that yeah. Sorry about that. I just one one question on that. Like how, how do these NFTs compete? What do you mean by that?
1: So basically what we did
0: last week at the
1: beginning of the week is that we launched a competition. We said like, Hey, uh, You can apply with your World of Women NFT, okay, through a Google form that we created. We want to hear the backstory of your World of Women NFT and why you think she would be a good representative for the World of Women uh, collection as a whole. So people actually got creative and they wrote beautiful, uh, moving or exciting or crazy stories about their World of Women um, in order to show why she's a a good fit to represent this A diverse community so then what we're doing now actually what I'm doing is reading all of the stories and I'm going to select a specific amount and then this amount of selected world of women's will be put up uh, for everyone to vote for in a bracket kind of contest you know so a bit like in the world cup that you have like four Mm I guess and then it goes like that and at the end you have like two winners mm-hmm. uh so that's going to be the process that it's going to go through and this is going to go through a few weeks and the whole community and also twitter and everyone like is going to be able to vote um and that's how we're going to include the community into the into the selection process uh which is also very mm-hmm. fun because people how are going to many- find out how many applications did you get? Like how many different stories? Uh, we got 250 stories, I think. Nice. So, nice. yeah. And some of them are extremely, extremely good. Like you read them and, and your eyes don't go away from the screen. So
0: there's a lot of talented people out there. Um, oh, maybe you should just like publish all of the stories, even, even the ones that don't win.
1: Yeah. You know what? We might do that. I mean, there is so much to read. I don't know if I'm going to manage to choose everything on my own because I'm like, I always want to choose everybody, but I know that I can't. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we will have to He's still going through them. Uh, but that's going to be that's going to be very, very exciting and, and very big. And, um, and, you know, photography is also something that in the NFT space, hasn't boomed as much as yeah. illustration and 3D art and stuff. So I think it's a great opportunity as well to show the beauty of the art of photography. And mm. and there's a lot of female photographers in the NFT space, lots and lots of them. Um, so yeah, it's a great moment to do that, I think. And I
0: hope that people will fall in love with photography again uh, through the competition. Yeah. That's so cool. So it, it sounds like from, from your roadmap, it sounds like world of women is really um, growing into like a business with, you know, like a team and, and specific roles and, you know, this, this big vision. Um, I mean, wh- what, do you, what do you think uh, ab- about this uh, development?
1: I think it's super exciting. And I think that's what we've wanted. Um mm-hmm since the beginning really we didn't want to do just an nft project you know make some money and then say bye okay we're done we came we did and we left uh mm-hmm. we've always wanted to do something with purpose and that has a long term uh lifespan you know like we want we wanted we want world of women to go as far as possible because we just think that um a lot of women uh obviously that there's more men uh that are buying nfts than women because this is just the way it currently is in the nft space there's not as many women and that is something i really want to change even though i know i can do it on my own but there are a lot of women supporting world of women and and that's really important and dear to me and i just want to take this to a whole new level so that even more women get into it or not into world of women, but just into another project that they connect mm-hmm. with or just into the NFT space. Um, and I just think that if we make this a serious brand, it's, it's possible because a lot of people are going to see it. Um, so it's exciting. Um,
0: so a couple of questions on that. Like first, why why do you think that there are so few women in in crypto and in in nft so th- though i think in nfts there definitely are even you know even more women um than there are in in crypto in, in general yeah. you know I've, I've been in this space for a while now and i've you know it's like i have maybe my my theories and i've heard others but it, it's hard to come to like a a, a good kind of conclusion so i, I love your your take especially you know from another woman who has just come into this space Uh, yeah why do you think that's that is you know if
1: we really are I mean this is again my opinion but I think that if we really are talking about the core of the problem I think that what applies to this is the same reason why women are like less present in big tech companies I mean it's just a field that we as women have never been told or introduced to as something that we're supposed to be doing. Like when you're growing up as a girl, no one is really encouraging you into working in a big tech company or being into tech, technology and crypto and things like that. Those are not the kind of things that you're guided Towards too. And that's just the way it is. So I think that really the root of the problem is a social one is just because in society, this is the way it is. And also because in society, women are in general paid less than men to do the same job. So the income that women and men have is different. And that also affects in the way that women are able to invest in certain things just because they might not have as much money as their male colleague or as a man on the other side of the world. So these are really big problems that are a social thing. But what I think is that, okay, I cannot change that, okay, from one day to another because this is something that has been present since human beings exist, uh, this inequality. What we can do as women that are inside of the NFT space is try to make this specific space more friendly and more inclusive towards women. Because if we make projects that are more um, representative, that are more interesting to women, that where we see ourselves, where we see potential and where we understand it and feel like we're being heard and seen, then it will be most likely that a woman will be interested in investing in those. Because I just think that also as a girl, when you go out with a group of men or with the friends of your husband that is into crypto, people will most likely tell you, because I've been in the case, oh, it's too complicated. It's too complicated. You don't want to get into that. It's too complex. Like it's boring stuff or like, no, you know, you really have to be into it to get it. Like this is now it's not how it's supposed to be. Like we have to make it so that it's easy to it's easy for people to get into it and not just dismiss people from the outside, especially women, because they haven't heard of it before, because this is exciting and and yeah, well, that's my two cents on on the reasons. yeah.
0: Why. so, okay, and then, so why why do you think it's important both for for women? To um, get more involved in both, you know, NFTs, DeFi or, you know, crypto in general and for the industry to, to be more diverse? Well, I think it's important because it is
1: absolutely toxic to have a space where it is completely male dominate, dominated and the percentage of women is almost obsolete. Like, I just don't think that that's healthy. What's healthy is to have a balanced mix. That's what you want in order to have a healthy and, um, a friendly evolving environment. I mean, I think that just applies to everything. Not really, not only in crypto, but then if we're talking about NFTs, I think it's important because I am a hundred percent sure that there's a lot, a lot of women around the world that if someone just sat with them and told them the possibilities that they could have by entering this space, they would be like, okay, I'm in, like, I'm gonna try it's just that i feel like no one is giving us a chance like i heard about nfts because uh because we happened to have a conversation with someone that was into it but i'm pretty sure that if it wouldn't have been like that i would have never found out about it and
0: so why do you think i mean yeah like i there are so many uh there's so much to gain from from being in in this space So what kind of opportunities are you seeing specifically for women in in NFTs? Well, first of all,
1: um, if you're an artist, cause that's what I can really talk about. Cause I'm not a business person. I'm not um, a tech person. I'm also not like a crypto savvy, super uh, expert. Uh, but if we're talking about the artistic side of things um, if you're a female artist or women identifying artist, and you want to do something with your art that doesn't depend on others completely and where you feel like like you're more in control and you kind of decide what you want to do. I think that this is very interesting because of course that there's a luck factor, okay, of who happened to see your tweet where you were promoting your art piece, right? Of course, there's always a factor of luck, but there's also a factor of you putting the effort into it and growing your brand because you're a brand. Like when you're an artist in the NFT space, you're, you're making yourself a brand and your art is becoming something. And I think this is a great space for artists that are nobodies okay like in real life and that don't have like 100k followers on instagram and stuff like that to actually become become someone that's quite known in this space and become someone that even if you're not quite known you are managing to value your art appropriately because in real life you're not going to manage to sell it like that from one day to another it's just not not possible that's not how things work um when you were selling things in a gallery, there's a whole long process. You're depending on people's yeses or nos. And here it's really you in front of your screen and connecting with people and putting yourself and
0: your art out there. So I just think that's incredibly exciting. It is really empowering. Um, and then to 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 start wrapping up, I'm interested in, in your long-term vision on the, um, non-fungible token space in general going forward like where do you see this space going do do, do you um is is something like like the metaverse exciting to you like people uh, owning their digital objects in in this kind of online world is is it uh, more about just like um uh, uh, having a like digital identity or uh, like yeah like you're like long-term like big vision for this phase like wh- where do you see it going
1: well I can say where I wish I saw it going um mm-hmm. I guess that you know in my circle and with the people that I've been in touch with, with or brands that I've spoken to, I am very aware that the reality is that um, not only us, but also big brands and big names are very interested in getting into the NFT space because they see the value in being there and because they see that this is a place where things are developing quite quickly and things are ever changing really. And they also see that it's an early um, stage of things. So I think that in tech, when is the early stage of something people want to get in and people are realizing that there's opportunity here and that there are also important things occurring. So I really think that it's a matter of time that we're going to see a lot of big people, big names, lots of more people getting into it, into it and, and, and doing things like that's for sure. I think it's inevitable if we keep going the way that we're going, which is quite successful. I mean, um, yeah I mean things are happening really fast and a lot is happening every day I just hope that as things are moving this fast and things are changing all the time we just um make this space more um equal that's all that's all that I want on the long term but uh but you yeah, know but I definitely see this going places I mean, but I'm biased as well because I'm into it and, and and I love it and I believe in it. So I guess I'm just a nerd. But
0: <laughs> but I mean, yeah. Like if, if you're looking at the space so closely, it, it makes you biased, but it it also you know makes you more knowledgeable uh, than than people from the outside. Um, and and for 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 World of Women, like um, ten years from now, where oh where is the God. project? <laughs> impossible impossible
1: to we cannot know i'm just no impossible Never a year know. a year then <laughs> uh, a year gosh also impossible you know that like we started this on the 27th of july and it feels like world of women is a year old and it's not at all it's like two months But, you know, like, I guess that my dream is that next year, this time, I don't know, Rihanna would be like a huge fan of World of Women. And like, you know, this kind of strong, amazing personalities (laughs) would be endorsing it and like putting the world out there. And just that the the NFT space has become this amazing equal place. That would be amazing. Uh, But yeah, but I mean, of course, I would love that a major female figure that is um, doing something in the to make the world better. I mean, not necessarily Rihanna, but like just mm-hmm. a strong, important woman uh would have seen us and um understood what we want to do and just um supported that would be great because I mean you know you don't want to depend on celebrities at all like that's not the objective but it is true that if a powerful figure comes in and you know um promotes this movement in the if for this space it can be huge it can change everything
0: mm. right it kind of it it can inspire her followers to 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 look at oh like what is this thing um and then it can lead them to then you know learn about uh, non-fungible tokens and and maybe they they will be able to uh, take advantage of all the opportunities that this space has to offer so i yeah, it's exactly. like yeah. It's like not depending on celebrities, but uh, celebrities are just an amplifier of of ideas. That's so. exactly
1: right. Yeah. And celebrities have it in their hands to choose what kind of message and projects they want to endorse or support. So it's always nice to see someone that's big, supporting something that has a meaning behind it. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so that would be great. But I'm just hoping that we're like making, honestly, the biggest thing that I'm hoping is that next year, this time, Absolutely, everyone in the community is like head over heels happy and just like super enjoying the whole thing that everything is perfect and smooth and everyone is rich and like, <laughs> uh, and just uh, loving being part of all the women and that we're having a huge real life uh, celebration with everybody, like somewhere around the world. That would be great.
0: I love it. Okay, well, um, I'll have to, uh, yeah, we'll have to link up a year from now and, and we'll see where, yeah. where we're at. Um, maybe, yeah, maybe it's, uh, what I found is that oftentimes reality has a way to even um, surpass our wildest dreams. So uh, I'll, I'll That's definitely want to keep in track. We shall see. Um, yeah, it was wonderful uh, knowing, learning about your story and and talking about the the future of a world of women. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you very much as well for inviting me. All right, uh, and we'll speak in a year. <laughs> yes, let's do that. And before we close, here's another word about our awesome sponsors. Integral is a new DeFi primitive and OTC trading protocol built for large crypto trades. Large trades can be a challenge in DeFi. On a typical $1 million order, $10,000 is lost due to front-running, widespread, and price impacts. Whales, crypto funds, and financial institutions all experience these issues. With Integral, traders can now efficiently execute multi-million dollar trades with one-click TWAP, tight spreads, programmatic execution, and native on-chain settlement. Visit integral.link to trade with size on DeFi. Don't let high gas costs keep you out of Ethereum. At Balancer, you can trade all you want and get most of the gas costs back in your pocket. In their new BAL for Gas campaign, traders are receiving six figures worth of BAL tokens every week. And with V2 just around the corner, Balancer is becoming the one-stop shop for DeFi liquidity. Balancer V2 brings stable pools and weighted pools tightly integrated under a single protocol, flash loans lending via asset managers, and much more. Check it out at balancer.finance. The new Kraken app is one of the best places to invest in some of the most popular DeFi assets like Uniswap, Aave, Polkadot tokens, and more. Just download the app and get started in minutes. Plus, you can earn additional rewards through Kraken's industry-leading staking product. Payouts are twice a week and you can earn up to 20% annually on some of your favorite cryptos. Sign up today at kraken.com defiant or type kraken in the app store to learn more. Experience DeFi, deposit, earn and borrow on Aave. Aave is a decentralized open source and non-custodial liquidity protocol to earn interest on deposits and borrow assets deposit and start earning interest in real-time directly in your wallet, and swap any of your deposited assets at any time to get some of the best deals on the market. Aave Protocol Liquidity Pools are now available on Ethereum and on the Sidechain Polygon. Head over to app.ave.com to get started today. I'll continue to interview all the major founders and influencers in this emerging space. When DeFi eats the world, You can say you heard them here first. Tune in next week.